0: Hey ladies, this is Marcia and Brittany here with another episode of the Coffee with MP show. And today we are going to talk about how to reduce soreness after a workout.
1: So the big question is this.
0: I'm really excited to talk about today's topic, and um, before we begin to talk about today's topic, Brittany, I think it's important that we tell our audience, and give them a apology in regards to our last episode. We had a lot of technical issues.
1: Yeah, we were trying. We're trying to. As you can see, we've uh, upgraded our podcast area quite significantly, and um, with upgrades, always come glitches. And the audio had a little bit of a glitch in it, but going forward we have figured out our audio situation, so we apologize for the audio last week, but hopefully going forward it will be much better. So Very yes. cool.
0: Very, very cool. So, um, I'd like to kick things off here in regards to today's topic, and again, this is our second episode here that we're discussing based on our ladies' survey and feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, I This really, for me, resonates with me, and here's why. Um, I remember when I first started MMA, and... You know, depending on the day, I would do two, three times a day, and I was always really, really, really sore. Mm -hmm. And shout out to a great mentor of mine, Alex, um, who was my head coach for six years. I would complain to him, and what was really cool is that he actually had an entire list of all the foods that you should eat post-workout that will kind of reduce that inflammation, that will speed up my recovery process, And replenish essentially everything that I had lost during my workout. So I want to be able to kind of share some of those with you guys. And I chose the top 10 and I actually did it every single fight camp, which was really cool. And Brittany, I know you have a list of things too that we talked Mm -hmm. about prior to this episode. So I'm going to kick things off of some of the things that you ladies should be taking advantage of or should be eating um, after a workout to re- replenish your, your muscles, refuel your bodies, speed up the recovery process, um, and essentially to get you to where you need or want to be in order to improve in your performance so, and or get the results that you're looking for. So um, I'm, I, I got my handy-dandy notebook here, and this is actually something that I have for many, many years, but I'm just going to quickly go down the list here. Uh, one of the things that you should try doing or eating after your workout is cottage cheese. Um, cottage cheese is a great source of protein, it actually has two, ty- two types of protein. One is casein, uh, protein, and another is a, uh, clack-a- if I'm sa- or pronouncing that cor- correctly, but, um, the two types of protein in the cottage cheese. Another one is tart cherries. I don't like tart cherries, but I love cherries. Um, And it's the cherries or the juice in the cherries that is going to get you or to to reduce that inflammation that you have. Um, Another one is nuts and seeds. Obviously, it has a lot of uh, omega-3s. So I have a list here of some of the nuts and seeds maybe you would prefer or like to eat, like walnuts, cashews, sunflowers, pistachios, almonds, peanuts, Brazilian nuts, and pecans. So um, that's another one. Turmeric is also a really good one, too, as well. Um, I'm not a big fan of the turmeric, but I know some people like to mix it in the morning as a part of their drinks or place it in some of their foods. Um, another one is salmon. Um, I don't do salmon. I just don't like the taste. It is a very acquired taste. It depends if you like fish, but, um, spinach is, or excuse me, um, salmon is another good one. Uh, spinach is another one that's on the list that you should be eating after your workout. Sweet potatoes, I love, love, love sweet potatoes, which is a great source of carbs and it actually helps you with uh, reducing that inflammation. Um, Alongside green tea, I like green tea, but I like my tea hot. Um, You can do hot or cold, but keep in mind if you do cold, try not to do ice because it just dilutes the actual uh, nutritional value that's in in the tea. Um, There isn't a particular green tea you should be drinking. Just any types of green tea would do um, if it's over the counter, whatever the case may be. Um, This is another one that I like, Brittany knows about, is cacao nibs or powder. I normally do the nibs and I normally do it in my cereal in the morning. Um, you can also put it in your smoothie if you want to do the powder. It's a personal preference as well. And then the last one I have is honey. And it's a specific type of honey. I actually don't do this honey. I just do regular honey. But this honey is like the highest grade of honey that, that you could possibly get in actually in America. And it's called uh, a manuku honey, um, which is, I don't know, I've never heard of it um, until my, my coach gave it to me. But... Um, the good thing about the honey is that it suppresses the induced inflammation. So again, it kind of alleviates all those sorenesses that you normally have. Not the the day after, it's always the second day after the workout. So I hope that's helpful for you guys, but um, that would be my top 10 kind of go-to foods after workout that kind of helps eliminate, not eliminates, but reduces the inflammation and speeds up the recovery process.
1: Um, to kind of touch on what Marcia was saying about the... Um about that process is you have to keep in mind that You can't go like balls to the walls eating all that food all at the same time, right? you got to portion control that kind of stuff and make sure that you're, you know, if you're tracking your calories and things like that, you're fitting that into your day and you're not just going eating a whole tub of cottage cheese or like a whole bag of nuts. Especially nuts you want to be careful with because they are high in fat. Like she said with the omega-3s, they're they're high in protein, but they're very much higher in fat. So you just have to be cautious of that stuff. But um, from the nutritional side of things, you want to make sure that you're tracking those things and you're keeping track of that. But I think all of those things are good to add into your day. um post-workout and even any time of the day a lot of those foods are things you should be eating anyways yeah um you know especially if you're on a fitness and health journey so um to tag on to what marcia said i had a short list um you know a lot of people ask us, how do I get, how does how do I not get sore? How do I not get sore after a workout? Well, at the end of the day, you have to remember that soreness is a part of this journey. Soreness is something that you're going to encounter all the time because when you work out, you're tearing down the muscle fibers in your body, and when you tear, just think about tearing something. Like, yeah, that's going to hurt, and it's natural for your body to be sore, but it's a good thing, right? There's a big difference between soreness and hurt. too mm-hmm. at the same time, so you have to differentiate between actual pain, like you cut yourself. Pain, pain and the pain of like, okay, I did a workout yesterday and it was really rough, but it's good, right? Mm -hmm. So differentiating between that stuff is important first and foremost. But a few of the things that I had on my list, one thing that we really, um, preach a lot about at the studio is BCAAs, right? Um. Marcia drinks BCAAs. Um, she's got it in her cup right now. Um, I drink it all day long. And we really make sure that our ladies know why BCAAs are important. So BCAAs are branched chain amino acids. They're the actually the building blocks of protein. There are nine essential amino acids in protein. And BCAAs is a powder form of those building blocks, which is going to help you repair the muscles that you tear down during your workout. So while it's not going to completely get rid of the soreness, it's going to help in the recovery process and reduce it. So drinking BCAAs pre-workout, intro workout, and post-workout is especially uh, during your workout. Um, The one thing you want to remember with BCAAs during your workout is this. Um, I know a lot of girls that watch this and maybe if you're not at our studio but you're somewhere else and you're a morning workout person where you work out fasted, drinking BCAAs during your workout is super important because it will help your body um, fuel itself. Because if you're not drinking something to protect your muscle mass eventually and you're working out fasted, which means you have nothing in your body for your body to go to for energy, it's going to start going to your muscle mass. So BCAAs during your workout, especially when you're working out fasted, will help protect your muscle mass and it will give your body the nourishment that it needs to get you through your workout. Mm-hmm. So um, faster workouts, BCAAs are super important, but any other time obviously important so find yourself a bcaa that you like um and drink it
0: yeah there's an assortment of flavors which is really cool yeah yeah
1: so that's uh was my first one my second one was obviously stretching right and that's very stretching or foam rolling that's very typical like people know that you should stretch um it's one of the reasons why at the studio our trainers always preach to you, don't leave early, don't skip the stretch. Everybody wants to skip the stretch at the end of the workout, but that is almost more important than the actual workout itself. Right. And You have to stretch your muscles. You need to get them there, especially after you work out. They're the most elastic at that time. So they're more stretchable. You can get kind of those kinks and crinks out with um, foam rolling or lacrosse balls or just static stretching in general. You never want to do dynamic stretching, right? right? You shouldn't be doing like jumping jacks or like high knees after your workout. This should be more of like quad stretches and supine twists and things like that.
0: Yeah, I was going to use the analogy. I always love to do this. Put things into perspective for people is that if you take a Laffy Taffy and when you buy it over the counter, it typically is hard, right? And let's say that it sits out maybe in the sun. When that Laffy sits out in the sun, it has a tendency to maybe melt and or stretch. Mm -hmm. And that's the same way our muscles work. So as we get heated, our muscles are getting warmed up. It it tends to kind of, it has a capability of stretching and elongating a lot further than when it was at the beginning. And that's why it's, like you said, it's super important to do it afterwards. And mm-hmm. the best types of stretches to do is those static style stretches by holding them for a specific duration. And they typically stay within the 45 to 60 seconds. Right. So, yeah. which is really cool. Stretching
1: is important. Not only is it important after your classes, but throughout your day too. It sounds crazy, but I've even you know recommended that, ladies, if you are at work and you sit at a desk a lot, get up and like hold your chair, do some stretches. Like I know it sounds crazy and your people at work will probably think you're crazy, but it will help you significantly, especially if you sit down a lot, During the day, getting up and actually like taking a lap around your office or just doing some quick stretches for five minutes on a break will help you tremendously just to get the muscles and the blood flowing um, during and throughout your day. So that was my second thing. Um, My third thing was... um, actually getting in for another workout the next day. I know it sounds crazy and counterintuitive, like, oh my god, I'm so sore and you want me to go back and work out again? Yes. Because movement and blood flow and getting those muscles moving again is one of the best things that you can do for soreness. And you will thank yourself so much after the first six minutes of your warm-up at our classes. You will be so happy that you actually came and showed up because you will feel so much better.
0: Or if you're working out alone. Right. Yeah. Or if
1: you're working out alone. Yeah. So so movement is always one of, is one of the best things. Now, there is also to say that if you literally like can't walk the next day, like if you were, if if it was like your first class for a very long time and you're just like, man, I just don't know, you know, listen to your body. Your body will always tell you what it should and shouldn't do. But keep in mind that your mind is also stronger than your body. And sometimes you have to talk yourself into doing the things that your body might necess- not necessarily want you to do in order to see progress and to see growth. So, I agree. Um, just, make sure.
0: Yeah, use your best judgment. Yeah,
1: make sure that, you know, I'm sure Marcia with the training that she did when she was doing MMA w- wouldn't want to go back for that second and third workout. And sometimes I would witness that, but it was like, nope, just got to go. You just got to yeah. go. You just got to go. Because sometimes movement and getting in to the gym. Getting back to your workouts is one of the best things that you can do for recovery. So I agree. Yeah. Cool. That was my list. Was it? Yeah. Oh wow. I think I, there was only very few things. I mean, post-workout food you t- talked about. Yeah. Um, I talked about BCAAs. Um and or any kind of recovery drink, fitted you know whatever you you might be drinking. Um, stretching activity and then um actually taking another workout afterwards. So
0: very cool, a very nice productive conversation yeah. in regards to this topic. Short, so
1: short sweet tips that you can take with yourself. Um, you know in your fitness and health routine, but yeah. um, don't let soreness stop you from reaching your goals. Don't let it stop you from getting back in the gym because you know a lot of times you have to remember, especially. Some of the women that we talk to, and if you 're listening to this at home and you 're not in our area and, and you 're really just getting back into a fitness and health routine after you know three, four or five years, you have to understand that that your body's just deconditioned it 's just deconditioned, and you have to get it back to where you want it to be, and that takes time it doesn 't happen overnight
0: right exactly. I was just going to say that so. Yeah. Great. Guys, we hope that you found this uh, episode to be quite beneficial. We're super excited for you guys. As always, if you like this episode, make sure to leave us a review at the end of this podcast on your favorite platform and or device. So uh, with that being said, guys, have a blessed day and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or whatever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.